All right. Um, I had an, a joke for the intro, but I already forgot it. So, the oh, intro is Shrek fucking dies. Ready? No, this is the intro. <laughs> Ready, Lockie? Ready? Yep. Oh. That's the intro. Wow. Every Making time I put these into a mic, every single time, they just... Oh. You agree, George? Don't you like drinking alcohol? Yes, yes, I do, Nathan. <laughs> yes, I do. Get it? The joke is George can't legally drink alcohol. Oh! <laughs> Fuck you. He makes me buy it for him at festivals. It's very oh, sad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Evidence in a court of law. Yeah, I'm going I would, to jail. I would crack one open now with you, Nathan, but it's actually a school night. Oh, of course. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's school night. Got homework due in the morning. <laughs> Gross. It makes it sound like you're like five. Um, yeah, sorry. I know. I look so older than you, Arthur. Yeah, literally. <laughs> George looks 50 and I look 10. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast. The Chin Watched podcast. At that. Um, what are we on? Episode 10. Uh, wow, milestone episode. The first double digits. Congratulations, everyone. We did it. We Woo! we made it. Yeah. I'd like to thank uh, my mum and, and my dad and Steph. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. Don't um, forget to thank George Costanza. Why the fuck would I thank George Costanza? <laughs> <laughs> for all he's done for us. I mean, yeah, but he's got nothing directly tied to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Unless he was, like, directly connected to my birth or something. You never know. Yeah, yeah who knows, man. Butterfly effect, man. Who knows? You, you never can. Um, I don't really have anything to plug, um, but I'll just introduce my two special guests. Mm, um, I've got Lockie. Lockie, you've, you've been on a few episodes, haven't you? A couple, at yeah. least. Yeah. I was on a couple at the start, and then I went on a bit of a hiatus, went, uh, sailed around the world in a bin, now I'm back. <laughs> What's up? How'd that go? Um, bit windy. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> on a <worldwide laughs> trip in a bin, and someone goes, oh, wow, that's insane. Like, how was it? I don't know, a bit windy, I guess. Like, that. that's it. That's all you've got. Yeah, that's all right. that's all I have to say on that. Um, well, yeah, Lockie, you're not new to this, and you're on our other podcast as well, um, the NBNA podcast. Yeah. Um, so you're not you're no stranger to this, um, but have a new person who hasn't been on a podcast two weeks in a row, like new people who haven't been on a podcast. I've got my good friend George, who I already rattled in the first five minutes of the <laughs> podcast. It is, um, it is a pleasure, Nathan. Yeah, well, it, it's how it works, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, George, uh, you... I, I don't know if you've actually been listening to the podcast or not, but you um, responded to... So, on Instagram, on my Instagram, I had a... Um, I don't know what you call it. I guess like a, a poll of sorts um, where people could just submit their, their ideas for makes it more interactive you know people will come to listen to the thing that they asked for um and it stops us from having a tanker episode like the hamilton one 
which got like no fucking listens because no one cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I had that set up. Um, some of the suggestions were really good. In fact, we have next week's episode already lined up. Um, but George's was so good <laughs> that I just wanted to do it like straight away. And I figured what better episode than the milestone episode 10 uh, to go back to the Shrek franchise, which, mind you, was also the best episode we've had, uh, view, uh, listens-wise. That's the one that's had the most. Um, almost five times the amount that the other episodes have had. Oh, my God. Um, it's crazy. I, people must just be, like, listening to the podcast for the first time and going, I'm going to listen to the Shrek episode. Um, so, George, your, <laughs> your idea... <laughs> Um, is basically we're going to create Shrek 5, I guess. <laughs> that's that's the best way to describe it, Nathan. That's pretty much the gist of <laughs> we're it. We're making our um, own Shrek 5. So now, uh, I think it's important to note, um, I haven't actually come up with anything yet. I'm sort of going to do it as we go. I want to like, I wanted to make it a bit more collaborative, mine. Um, and I am going to be using some of Brad's because Brad sent, his in our discord but um yeah i um hang on i just randomly had a thought that maybe i was using the wrong microphone no i'm not okay it's fine (laughs) just had a little stress moment um so it's important to note that we are not writing the actual shrek movie that's coming out because that is happening um is it happening well (laughs) Supposedly. Because that was, that was my whole reason for answering, because they say it's happening, but nothing's happening. With the fucking Minions people. Yeah, that's gonna... <laughs> did you watch The Grinch? Have you seen... You've watched The Grinch, right? I actually... I never did. I never did. That's oh. fucking... You should. It's on Netflix I, now. I, watched, I, watched it, I watched it at work a bit when I was working. Like, I just walk in. Oh, true. Yeah. But other than that... It's got good songs. That's about all it's got going for it, to be honest. I just went in when Tyler was on. Um, yeah, I think uh, it will be an interesting movie, but that's not what we're coming up with. We're creating the theoretical sequel, I assume, to Shrek Forever After. Um, yeah, I look, I'm interested. So, George, you've have you come up with a story? Or, Lockie, have either of you actually come up with a full story? <laughs> Oh, Not really. I have no. ideas, um, but let's, I don't really let's know. Let's collaborate where to start. Our, de- our ideas. Let's form them into one big thing. Let's see how it goes. And then at the end, we'll just read it, and I'll put um, the music from the start <laughs> of the first Shrek when he's reading the fairy tale. I'm gonna re- put that. <laughs> <laughs> behind it. Um. All right. Let's. So, okay. How did the fourth one end? I've. It's been a while. Um, um, man, what year I... was Shrek for? Season <laughs> ten. Holy Maybe? shit! Yeah, it was ten years ago. It ended with Shrek uh, overcoming Rumpelstiltskin, going back to his mm-hmm. family, having realized that he really does love his family, wants to stay with uh-huh. him, and becomes a he becomes okay. full on dad mode Shrek. Shrek and his friends celebrate in the forest to I'm a Believer by Weezer. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a cage. Shrek is truly living happily forever after. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, on the, okay, on that note, let's start off with the most important aspect: the soundtrack, which half obscure '90s band are we getting to perform a song for our version of Shrek Five? Because you've got Smash Mouth in the first one, who weren't even relevant at the time. Weezer are good, but are they relevant now? Probably not. Um, no. Um, Well, as Brad informed me in our Hamilton episode, apparently Weezer performs a song in uh, Frozen 2. So there's that. What? Apparently. Apparently. I yet to confirm because I haven't watched it yet. That's incredible. I love it so much. Um, So so what band would we go with uh, if it can't be Weezer, can't be Smash Mouth? um, I can't even remember what else there was. I guess Liv and La Vida Loca. Um, by Ricky Martin in Shrek 2, but um, yeah, we don't just doesn't necessarily have to be a song. Um, I'm thinking if it's at the end of the movie, um, in a similar fashion to it being "I'm a Believer" by Weezer, it should be a song from the franchise performed by a '90s band, but not Weezer, and maybe good would be ideal. But I can't think of anyone. I, I think that maybe good part is going to be hard. Oh my god, I think I got it. I think I got it. Alright, let's hear it. Okay. Um, Live and La Vida Loca. Yep. Performed by Sugar Ray. Oh my fucking... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what do we think? What do we think of that one? I'm a, um, I'm a fan, honestly. I'm a fan. <laughs> but why are we throwing back to live at La Vida Loca? I don't know. What? I, <laughs> it was the only song I could think of off the top of my head from the whole series. Okay, well, maybe, maybe, maybe they want to spice it up. And what if they re- outcast? Why not outcast? Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> Outcast performing what? Live at La Vida Loca? Yeah. <laughs> oh my disgusting. god. I'm writing it down. Okay. Outcast. Live at La Vida Loca. All right. We're starting off really strong here. <laughs> all right. So I've, I've got a scene. All right. All right picture all right. this. All right. The opening scene. scene or the ending scene? No, just like plays. maybe somewhere in the beginning of the film. Okay. Shrek's uh, slurping down a few eyeball martinis. You know how he is. You know, he's, he's dad. He's going to have a few of those. Um, music starts blaring in the house. It's Limp Biscuit, right? One of his <laughs> kids, who's now a teenager, is listening to Limp Biscuit too loud for the neighborhood. Shrek's got to go in there, turn that stuff down too loud. <laughs> Live and Levita Loca by Limp Biscuit. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the grossest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but um, come on. Okay, on that note, right, what kind of time jump are we going with here? Like, how old are the kids? How old? I'm seeing them as teenagers. Okay, that's what I think. Yeah, I like that. It's the only how many way were there? Three? I think, I think three, there was like yeah. six by the end, wasn't there? Didn't there like six kids! <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I, feel like, how... I feel like at the end of Shrek 4, there was like way more kids. How many kids does Shrek have? Aren't... You're probably thinking of... um the coveted dream sequence where um, 
he imagines uh, he's getting toppled by a waterfall. Uh, Shrek wait, has babies. four billion kids and graduates naked in front of his kids. Oh, of course. No, what am I? He's got three kids: Farkle, Fergus, and Felicia. What am I? Of course, they knew that. <laughs> Obviously. Um, okay, so I feel like it's important to look up a picture of what they looked like as babies to sort of gather what their personalities are as teenagers. Yeah, so right. You've got, let's do it. Here's the picture. So you got. Um, I don't know which one's Farkle and Fergus. Um, I'm gonna guess Farkle is the one with his finger in his nose. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a real Farkle thing to do. <laughs> that's pretty much what I was thinking. And then Fergus is pulling wax out of his ear. That's a real Fergus thing to do, isn't it? Um, I'm gonna go on the sh- um, Ogre Triplets page on the Shrek Wiki, and hopefully oh, they'll yeah. be a bit more. Um, <laughs> they'll be a bit more um, specific about which one's which. Um, right, it does say they are normal babies. Um, they get well with rookies. Um, yeah, when Shrek roared at their birthday party, they started yelling roar at each other. Um, uh, okay, yeah, they immediately, uh, trumpet their ears when Shrek does it, uh, meaning the babies see Shrek as their role model despite their neediness. Okay. Oh. Um... So I guess that really... Oh, hang on. Oh my God. No, <laughs> what? I have like missing parts of information that we have to fill in. Oh apparently. my God. Okay. I haven't seen Scared Shrekless for maybe, <coughs> probably since it came out. But apparently the kids talk for the first time in that, like, like clearly talk in that. Oh, I didn't so know that. Up. Yeah, so they do grow up a little bit, but, like, barely. But, um... So what I'm gathering is, like, you know, Shrek did that honk thing with his nose, right? But mm-hmm. And the kids, like, full-on picked it up, and everyone was like, wow, I didn't know Ogres could do that. So they've got to be, like, smart kids, right? They're pretty smart. So... But I still but feel do they like grow at up least smart? one of them... One of them is going to be the troublemaker. Yeah, that's one the... good. like... The piece of shit. It's going to be the drug addict. All right, here we go. Um, Fergus is a meth addict. That's oh, what whoa! I'm putting out there. <laughs> is he the one that's listening to Limp Biscuit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and he goes in and he's like, Fergus, shut that shit down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not a meth addict, but let's say... Okay, do we combine stoner... And dropkick into the same thing, <laughs> or do we make Uncle a stoner and Fergus a dropkick? He makes joints out of the wax he pulls out of his ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Fergus is a drug addict. Yep. Smokes um, earwax. And uh, Farkle is, I don't know, just an idiot? What, what if he's just <laughs> dumb? He's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got to note this. Farkle, <laughs> I hate these names so much. If I have to say Farkle any more than I already have, I'm leading entire podcast all episodes. Um, Farkle is an idiot. No. Yep. Yeah. Farkle's an idiot. Fergus. No, it's the other way around. Fergus is the idiot. Okay. Fergus. Is it? <laughs> I don't I know. I can't even remember. 
Lucky, does it matter? As long as we're consistent. Dude, we got to but... stay, like, integral with the Shrek lore. Okay, well, at the point that we've seen them, <laughs> they don't really have personalities. They're all the same, okay? We have to develop them over the... I don't know. Why don't we say this comes out in two years and they go real time, so it's 12 years difference. So they're like... Okay. They're like 13. So a 13-year-old drug addict? Oh, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> George, I'm not going to say where you live, but you know where you live. <laughs> and <laughs> I've seen 13-year-old drug addicts there. I'm putting it out there. Okay, Farkle is a stoner. Let's just say stoner. If they're like 13, 14, let's not jump to them being addicted yet. Meth addicts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say that. I'm only talking about. Um, okay. Okay. Felicia. What do we say? Do we, She's got to be the smart one, right? One of them yeah, is smart. I see her becoming like a lawyer in Far, Far Away. Ogre Felicia. lawyer. See, I had a bit of an idea for the chick one. Yep. Oh, here we this go. In, this All involves right. story details. So I'm not going to go too deep. But obviously, <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> obviously, we want like Lord Farquaad to come back, right? I was thinking mm-hmm. that he does some kind of like, some, you know, he's like a lord. He does like some kind of, I don't know, but like, he like kidnaps. Yeah, but isn't Shrek a king at this point? Like, he's a king of his castle, but not of Lord Farquaad's castle. That's true. He's not a king of Duloc. Mm. <laughs> okay. Isn't, no, isn't Arthur the king? Oh, Justin oh yeah. Justin, <laughs> Justin Timberlake is the king. I forgot. He doesn't <laughs> in number four. So I forgot that, but you're right. Arthur's the king. Okay, so anyway, I was out thinking of it. that the little one gets like kidnapped by Lord Farquaad, and like they kind of just go off that. Oh. Okay. All right, I can run with that. All right. And Shrek and Fiona are like, "Oh, this is the only kid that has any hope. One's a stoner, the other's an <laughs> idiot. We have to get this kid back." Yeah, that's pretty much what I was thinking. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Okay, so let's say Felicia gets kidnapped, right? I'm going to write that. <laughs> Felicia gets kidnapped. You get a bit of on-screen time with Felicia. She's like, Lord you know, Farquaad. being cute, being smart, and then she just gets kidnapped. Maybe and then that gives us a chance for, like, Maybe the main crush three. At school. <gasps> crush at school? Mm. Maybe let's involve a crush at school plot. Let's do that. It's a crush at school. Because it makes you sympathize with her. It's like Violet in The Incredibles, you know? Ah, idiot. Um, Okay, here's what I'm thinking, right? Felicia gets kidnapped, but Shrek and Fiona don't know about it yet. Mm -hmm. So Fergus and Farkle don't want to... Okay. Even better, <laughs> Fergus and Farkle are the reason that Felicia gets kidnapped. <laughs> so then they feel responsible, but they don't want to tell Shrek and Fiona because they would get mad. So they Ooh. have to go and try and save Felicia without telling Shrek and Fiona. But they would eventually find out. And is it still like a mystery that Farkle's behind it at this point? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think you do the classic bait and switch. You never show him. Um, every silhouette of him looks like a man sitting in a chair uh, with like full size legs. And then the reveal, like, you know, I don't know, 60% into the movie would be like 
the classic the the silhouette fades and it's actually just Lord Farquaad, but like the shadow made it look like he had long legs. <laughs> he had he's wearing platforms. Yeah, but he's just like sitting up on the chair. And Perfect. what if what if Farquaad like made a gang of every bad guy from the other one? So like Rumpelstiltskin and um Prince Charming. <gasps> yes. And it's just oh like it's like God. the grand finale kind of just like all of the villains in one and it's just villain like gang. Big, kind of like end game like an end game vibe. Like the just, you get the big clans against each other. But Perfect. who would you have? You'd have Lord Farquaad. Prince, Prince Charming. Charming. And the... he's, he's dead. Bro, Lord Farquaad's back. you got to bring Prince Charming back for this one. Okay, what about this, right? What if we come up with some kind of, like, racial ghoul, um, like, immortality pit, where it's like, it's like a fountain that uh, anyone can go into or like you can put someone in there and then they come back to life oh i like that i like that a lot some like revival fountain maybe not maybe i'm trying to think what else so unless um shrek and fiona make their way to like the fairy godmother and be like please help us and then like she like teams with them if she's still alive i don't know I don't really remember. Lucky, I'm glad you told me about my microphone. <laughs> Hang on. I'm just kind of like stopped. Pause. Hello, is that better? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got an idea. I've got my an idea. microphone has just full fucked up. Like actual microphone. Hang on. While I fix this. Hello. 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 Is this better? Hello. Better. Does it sound like oh my yeah. <laughs> oh my god? Okay, at least we know it's working. Uh, real quickly, real bad news. Um, the director of Shrek Two died last week. Oh, what? Sorry, last month, not last week. Oh, Kelly Kelly Asbury. That's really Alex. sad. Oh, now I feel bad for trashing her legacy. <laughs> It's actually a he. Oh my! Oh, I can't cancel the podcast. I'm. I oh my I god! I gotta cancel it. I can't do it anymore. Oh no. Um, okay. Here's my idea. Like full on stopped recording. Um, going back to it. Here's the here's the idea. Here's the plan. All right, go back to it while I fix my mic. So, it is. Rumpelstiltskin makes one last deal. Like, you know how he can do those deals? <gasps> yeah. He makes one last deal with deal. himself to bring back the fairy godmother. And then the fairy godmother is but the one that brings back. Note, he's not dead. He's alive. He's the yeah. only one of the villains that we know is alive because he was in prison last we saw. Yeah. And then... Okay, here's an idea, right? Sorry to um, jump on your thing. He comes out of prison, and when we first see him, he's like buff as hell and really <laughs> turned up, but still short. <laughs> so he's like super buff, like really, really buff, and like covered in tattoos. And Perfect. they all say like, I don't know, they're all like, they look like contracts. All of his tattoos look like contracts. <laughs> Damn. He's been doing contracts in prison. Yeah. I mean, 
that's how it be, you know. That's what's like in prison. Um, anyway, keep no, going with what you were saying, Lucky, please. Um, and his last deal is to bring back the fairy godmother, who then revives all the past enemies of Shrek. Oh. Because yeah, she okay. hates she hates Shrek just as much as Rumpelstiltskin does. Yep, that's true. And then that's how they get the villain gang together. Oh man, I like that. It's quick, oh, man. it's concise, it's to the point. I like that a lot. All right, villain gang, uh, because Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> uh, brings back the fairy godmother. Yep, I'm there for that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's where we're at. So we've got Felicia gets kidnapped by Lord Farquaad, but we don't know that it's Lord Farquaad. But are we still going with that storyline? Yes, if yes. If is the one bringing everyone back, is he just like a side Lord Farquaad piece? hires. He pays for oh, Far- oh, um, Rumpelstiltskin's the... bail. It's oh! a bait and switch. Because <laughs> you think that Rumpelstiltskin is behind it, but actually, Lord Farquaad is the whole time. Oh, my God. Yes. Incredible. Right. Oh. So you're told for the whole movie, basically, that Rumpelstiltskin is behind it. Yep. Um, Why didn't we write Shrek 3? <laughs> One second, we should have. <laughs> we probably should have. Um, okay. So Rumpelstiltskin brings back the fairy godmother and every other villain. And they make, like, a villain gang. Yep. Okay. So then... Hmm. So now I'm thinking... So. Let's say Felicia gets kidnapped, uh, and we think by Rumpelstiltskin, and Fergus and Farkle are keeping it from Shrek and Fiona. What are Shrek and Fiona doing until the <laughs> point where they find out that all three of their children are missing? <laughs> um, um, what if, like, them two and then Donkey and the dragon are on, like, some little, like, holiday, like a couple's holiday? Oh! <laughs> They're at a resort! <laughs> Having a weekend away from the kids. <gasps> we have to include teenage drunkies, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, what okay. if what if they were like, oh yeah, you guys are old enough to like stay at the um at the what's it called? Where does Shrek live? The swamp? They're like old enough to yeah. take care of the swamp. So they're gone for like I don't know how long. But yeah. I I dig that. Okay, Shrek and Fiona. And Donkey and Dragon are on a vacation. Um, and then oh. let's think rascally Ooh. shit that they could do. Yeah, what? Um, there's an arc throughout the whole film that people keep saying Shrek should retire. But he goes on one last ride to save his kids to prove that he's not too old to, do, to get shit done. That's just yeah. Uncharted 4. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I just had another good idea. <laughs> Shrek, yeah, Shrek and Fiona don't like a hundred percent trust the kids, so they've got the gingerbread man spying on them. Yes, and gingerbread man. Oh, oh wait, no, sorry, Gingy. Is it Gingy? When Gingy yes. sees, um, you know, when everything happens in the ogre's life, it's like Gingy gets back to Shrek and tells them. So Gingy's like the little spy. Yes, oh, I love that. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So Gingy. <laughs> Gingy is spying on the kids. Uh, well, he's not spying, but he's watching them. Gingy is watching the kids. 
Yep. That's a normal sentence. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So Gigi's watching the kids. He, like, I don't know, falls asleep or something. And then the kids are like, oh, wow, now we can fuck around. And I'm trying to think. What if they're, like... What could they do that would get Felicia kidnapped? Maybe they weren't allowed to like go out of the swamp, but they all like go for a walk. What's the what's like the like civilized place in Shrek One where all the actual people are? They oh, go like down there to the town. Do Fuck. Not. Yeah. What if it? What if it's like? Yeah, they spend the whole like first I don't know twenty minutes or something, um, building up all the characters and everything, and building up the fact that like, um, when they leave. Shrek and Fiona are like, don't leave the swamp, whatever you do. And they're like, what the hell? Yeah. We want to leave the swamp. But then they're like, no, you can't. And then you have the classic thing of like, let's go break the rules just to break them. And then like, I don't know, they step out of the swamp or something. And Felicia's the one that's like, no, guys, don't do it. And everyone does it except her. And then she ends up being the one that gets kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. I like Perfect. that. Perfect. Just a real okay. quick fun fact. I'm just looking at the run times for all of them, and three out of four have the exact same run time. Yeah, we noticed that last time. How weird is that? That's like, just, to the minute. out of me that I haven't watched it yet. Listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, we said that in the podcast. You'd know <laughs> if you listened to it. Um, I, watched, I listened to the Scoob one. Yeah, that was an <laughs> all right episode. That was fun. That was a good I enjoyed one. that. Um... Okay, so we've got, I'd say we've nailed the first, like, half of the movie. Maybe even two-thirds. I think we've nailed the first, like, two Whoa. Well, if you think about it, like, we've got the basic outline um, of, like, uh, what, who the kids are, uh, the general villain plot, which is sort of happening in the background and hasn't really intersected with the good guy plot yet. Um... Oh, okay. This is this is important. I think the opening scene would be Rumpelstiltskin like preparing for all of this because yep. that's how the last two went as well. Like the villain had the first scene. Like Shrek three, it was Prince Charming, and then Shrek four, it was Rumpelstiltskin, and then it goes into Shrek's plot, and it's like that. Just um, what's called juxtaposition. Of having uh, a buff, bearded, tatted up Rumpelstiltskin, um, and then jumping straight into Shrek's family life, and like whatever else is happening there. Mm-hmm. All right. So is Shrek looking old? I mean, I reckon he's looking bigger. He's looking older. Yeah, uh, I reckon just a little bit. Maybe just a little darker. Maybe his green's a little darker. I like He's that. He's got the yeah. forehead wrinkles. Yep, that's good. Maybe, maybe um, there's like a like you were saying about like the like the running joke that like he's getting old. Maybe he can't roar as loud anymore. Oh yeah. Ooh. And then like at the ending, like he does like a big roar, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm back. I'm back, bitches. Let's go." Okay, that's and a then, good like, idea. That, that I like kid that. from number four's there, like egging him on. Maybe in like the finale, like Shrek. Yeah. All right, we're just we've just started a new recording. I don't know what happened then. That was really weird. Sorry, guys. Welcome back from technical Craig difficulties. Died. It's only <laughs> Craig has only died once. Um, 
mid podcast, and that was the second time he's done it. He's a fucking prick. We hate that guy. He he is prick. I've given up. I don't know why I keep using Craig. He's a piece of shit. It's cool. Uh, Let's um, keep going. It's fine. We're all good. Let's keep going. All right, where are we up to? What are we doing? So the kids are gone. Shrek and Fiona come back to the swamp. Okay. The kids are gone. Shrek and Fiona come back. They So they already know that this yeah, happened? Gingy told what do they know? What does Gingy know? That's the question. Mm. So does Gingy know that Felicia is gone? Maybe that's all he knows that um that that it's gone, but he doesn't know how. Okay. Oh, maybe um, hmm, oh, maybe Donkey and Dragon are flying back from the resort, right? And they see <laughs> what happens from the air. True. True. Okay. So yeah. they meet up with Shrek and Fiona to tell them they're back at the swamp. Yeah, and they're like, it looked like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. And they're like, there's no way. He's he's in prison. That couldn't happen. And then that happens. Yeah. Um, okay. Quickly back to the love interest for, I forgot the kid's name. Felicia. Like, Felicia. What, like, what is it going to be? Like, it's not going to be another ogre, is it? Like. No, it's a human. Oh, it's a human. Ooh. Yeah. Shrek wouldn't be happy about that. It's a Romeo and Juliet situation, you know? Star-crossed lovers. An oh, ogre and a like human. It. Even like though that's it. kind of the plot of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really care. Here we are. We're doing it again. It's reversed this time. They've yeah. done a complete 360. Yep, 100%. He's a prince um, and he's like the most popular that, kid at school. Yeah, if you're having that, then when we hit Shrek 6, it's like you end up with... Shrek 6? Uh, <laughs> you're, you're thinking, you're thinking big. <laughs> when you get Shrek 6, you end up with, like, they're together and, like, nobody really like sees them and then it turns into like a whole like racism plot and then shrek 7 is like by the time they're having children and then you get to see like the weird like Shre- uh ogre human hybrid babies oh and then they, my they've grown up and they're like going to school and those kids are like getting bullied because they're mixed race like i think it's a very deep uh, jesus christ Chinnick. so shrek 7 is de- it's like a copy of zootopia <laughs> It's <laughs> pretty much, yeah, pretty much. That's what I was thinking. Um, we should just copy Zootopia. That would have worked, right? Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's. Yeah. Okay, so what are we at? We've got Shrek. Is. I what what so they know about it and they're gonna what like hunt them down. Yeah. Like so they find okay. out that like. They're assembling a, a bad guy team. So Shrek's like, well, we got to assemble a good guy team. Okay. Now, hear me out. I thought in addition to the good guy team, it's got to be Mongo, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> because if they've got... So if they've got a way to bring the villains back... What if they just make him again? Plugged again. <laughs> Hang on. Can you hear me? Yes. My mic unplugged. Hee <laughs> hee. Hang on a second. Really? Bye. I'm having some real troubles this episode, and I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> Someone off a like bridge. Being like the new. It is. The new it is. <laughs> yeah. It it's is because you're here. 
So if you weren't here, we wouldn't be having this problem. So thanks. But you also wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't be having this episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Without you, the episode wouldn't exist. Um, but well, yeah, they could have a scene like with um, Loki and Hulk in Avengers, where it's like, oh, we have a whatever fairy godmother, and then Shrek's like, we have a Mongo bitch, and then Mongo <laughs> just goes and wrecks everything. Bitch. Imagine uh, the scene. Uh, Imagine like they're constructing this army. And they're like, oh, fuck, we need, like, we need something good to fight back with. Like, you know, uh, we're not going to be able to beat them on our own. Like, they've got uh, um, all the, like, this huge army of, of villains, and they're all, like, powerful and whatever. And then Shrek just, like, pulls out his phone, and he's like, I know a guy. <laughs> Wait, how are we getting Puss in Boots in here? Oh, I forgot Ooh. about Puss in Boots. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Fuck! Now part of me is like, hmm. what if like they're try like like the second halfish of the movie like they're like trying to find them but also like recruiting people at the same time and Puss in Boots is like retired and he's like, no, nah, I'm not doing it anymore. But like Puss in Boots has a wife. Oh, I like that. Did he have a love interest in his own movie? Yes. Was that a prequel though? That was a prequel. Shit. But there was and like, he's like a, a and he's like a player in the other films. Like he's he's seeing multiple cats. <laughs> That's true. He does talk to multiple cats. Do <laughs> you remember in Shrek Three? He like kisses all of them on uh, as he's leaving. There's like yeah. five of them. Okay, so Puss in uh, Boots has settled down. Oh, okay. Do, like, so you don't think he has a wife? You don't think he would have settled down and had kids? Everyone else did. Uh, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm thinking. Puss in Boots 2. Um, Puss in Boots 2? <laughs> Puss in Boots 2, the entire plot line is about Puss in Boots not wanting to settle down. Um, okay, is that too many plot lines to weave that into this one? No, Just no, no, let's quickly. do it, let's do it. Just real quickly. Okay, Puss in so... Boots is actually a mid-call. It's between Shrek and Shrek 2. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Um, okay, so we're going to weave the Puss in Boots plotline in. So at the start of the movie, uh, let's say there's a scene where you've got... Um, they're having like a dinner at their house. Maybe that, that's the opening uh, or the first we see of Shrek, right? It's Shrek's so, birthday. Perfect. It's Shrek's birthday again. It's a surprise birthday and he's angry about it. Perfect. He's in the having... like at the beginning of the first one, and he goes out, and everyone's like, oh, and he's Let's like, remember think... the last time we had a pig party like this? Everything got messed up. Yeah, but this time he could be like, he could chill out about it. Like he could be angry, and then be like, you know what? I don't want to lash out like last time, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna chill out. Mm-hmm. Not like that. He, Shrek doesn't go. I'm just gonna chill out. Like that's not Shrek, but. Um, yeah, so it's Shrek's birthday again, but he's not having a big party. It's just like they're friends. Uh, and so it's like, um, fuck. Yeah. You got like Shrek, Fiona, Donkey and Dragon, Puss in Boots is there by himself. Right. Yep. Uh, so then it's like, they're having a little like adults only chat. Also 
at the same time, Pinocchio and Genji are with the kids. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> they're not adults. Um, they sit at the kids' table. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so you've got the five of them, and the conversation can be like, hey, puss, you know, like, you're getting old. Like, cats don't live for that long. Like, Oh, you yeah. Better, you better, like, settle down, you know? And he's like, no, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't really f- I'm not going to do the Spanish accent. So I'm not really, I don't really feel like settling down. And they're like, oh, but why? Like, we're so happy. We've been happy for like 10, 15 years. And you're like, just fucking around still. And they're like, you don't have long left of your life. And he's like, I have nine of them. <laughs> Stupid cat. Uh... Um, so then that could be Puss in Boots' plot line the whole time. Is that he... It's like, I want to sit down, and then at the end, or, hmm, hang on, hang on, I've got one. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> has yep. a cat that is working with him, and Puss in Boots falls for that cat. Oh. Okay, so, like, <laughs> during, like, the finale, like, Puss in Boots and that cat are, like, giving each other, like, the fuck me eyes. Yeah, <laughs> together. They can, have, they can have a fight scene in the end. They can have a fight scene somewhere in the movie. Not at the end, because I just had a different idea. They have a fight scene where they're, like, fighting, but you know that they are, like, in love with each other, but they're fighting each other, and then at the end of it, they, like, they make out. <laughs> oh. You know, That's like the classic, right like... For the movie. That's what we need. Exactly. Two villi- like two enemies fighting it out, like, you know, um, trying to scratch each other and shit. And then, like, they do the classic, like, fall on top of each other. And then all of a sudden, like, bam, that's it. That's it. And then she's Spox. like, I don't want to be a villain. Like, I want to I wanna settle Sorry. down and I want to be with Puss. And Rumblestiltskin's like, I don't think so, buddy. Like, no chance. And, okay, I've that's got it. Hang on. How... <laughs> How PG, I'm not making this weird, how PG does this have to be in terms of same-sex relationships? <laughs> hmm. If, what if the cat that Puss in Boots is in love with is a male? Damn. You've so just... Puss... <gasps> you just... agenda, but it's there. What if we just... Okay, Puss in Boots is gay now. I feel like it's right. Shrek 5 needs. It Dude. is. It's what Shrek 5 needs. It's progressive. It's Go. Lovely. Puss in Boots, right? He's a player with all these, like, lady cats. And the reason he doesn't settle down with them because he realizes that he's only into dudes. He has a sexual he, awakening. Oh, my God. And then he hooks up with the male cat. <laughs> Lockie, can... you genius. <laughs> I can just see, the like, the gasps on, like, opening night. Oh my god. That's a good one. Pussy Boots falls for uh, an enemy male cat. Has sexual up. awakening. And ha- uh, yeah, I'm going to write exactly that. Has sexual <laughs> awakening. Okay. Just real quickly, uh, I'm reading on this Shrek wiki about Shrek's relationship with his own dad. Apparently, his father was abusive. Oh, yeah. shit. He talks about, like, um, Shrek talks about his dad wanting to eat him as a kid. His relationship with his own abusive father causes him to worry that he will be the same kind of father he had in Shrek the Third. Bam. That's so sad. Poor Shrek. Um, 
but I do like Brad's the start the the second sentence of Brad's thing talking about the infinity gumdrop buttons. I think <laughs> that needs to be a thing. Because okay, we have right, to find a way to work the infinity gumdrop buttons in. Okay, we have because to. Because in, the... <laughs> <laughs> in the first one, um, Farquaad's about to go and get the gumdrop buttons, and he's like, "No, not the gumdrop buttons." And we think that it's like it's because he just likes them, but in reality, they're like these powerful things that can like do crazy shit. Oh, that's good. And it just oh. twists the whole context. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like, I like that. So what do okay. we think? Like, obviously, like with the big reveal with um Farquad, um Rumpelstiltskin does all this for Farquad, but then like Farquad, like um he does something to Rumpelstiltskin, like betrays him. Like, in what if Rumpelstiltskin fuck? Okay. <laughs> what if Rumpelstiltskin fuck something, something up? So I'm trying to think what. Oh, okay. How about this? We'll tie this in. Rumpelstiltskin hires the male cat himself, right? So the cat is mm-hmm. also an assassin like Puss in Boots is. So he hires that cat, and then the whole Puss in Boots storyline happens. Puss takes the other cat away with them, and that cat is now on their side because he's in love with Puss in Boots. So Rumpelstiltskin gets, like, Farquaad... This is when Farquaad is revealed to be the villain. So Rumpelstiltskin is like, oh shit, like the guy I hired is on the other side now. So he goes to this, you know, higher villain that we don't know about yet. And he's like, I'm sorry, like, it's not my fault. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then bam, it's Lord Farquaad. And he like kills Rumpelstiltskin. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa! Just straight up kills him? Yeah. He's like, I... Well, maybe off screen, but like <laughs> maybe get like maybe get like the fairy godmother to like do the thing where he just like she just disintegrates. Him. Yeah, okay. that's a good way for us to murder someone and keep it peace. Fuck's sake, the fucking microphone again! <laughs> <laughs> so over this, I'm so done. I hate crazy. I hate all of it. Do you guys remember um Doris? The Cinderella's stepsister? Yes, yes. Yeah, close I feel like maybe her and Farquaad have hooked up, and that's, like, his little, like, wife love interest. Whoa! And, like, when, like, Rumpel Stilson goes there, like, you see her first, but then Farquaad. And then they're Yeah, kind so of, you like, think switch. she's the... Mm, okay. Are we involving the magic mirror? I feel like we should. But it, maybe, isn't maybe he the good? the magic mirror, because he's always, like, felt bad. Like, he doesn't like Farquaad. Maybe he, like, sends a message out to Shrek and, like, says where they are or something. Ooh. Yeah, okay. He outs him. Mm. I like that. Full but double yeah, agent. Uh, I reckon you don't reveal the... Does it work if you don't reveal the all-powerful gumdrop buttons plot until Farquaad is revealed? That like, work. does that He's work? Like wearing it. But here's the yeah. big thing. We've got to figure out why they need the gumdrop buttons. Maybe. Now, um, mm-hmm. What if they're mind controlling gun drop buttons? Whoa! Or maybe if it's like <laughs> like an ogre exterminator kind of thing. Oh. Like it just it just like has the power to just like take out it, all of the. It ogres. just gets rid of all ogres. 
Ooh. Just like, just like that will give them a good finger. reason to fight for it, I guess. I don't know. And then like they can have this thing where it's like the like the townsfolk are like, oh, those gumdrops could have been useful before, but now Shrek's our friend, and we've got to help him. Yeah. Okay, I'm there for that. All right. There is so many characters in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've really, we really bumped like, just fucking shoved every character into this. But um. Shrek 5 ever after. Damn. Yeah, I reckon. Mm. We do have to think of a title at the end. It's like a pun title. Um, okay, so... So, we're up to the point of Farquaad has been revealed. He's revealed the plot of what he's trying to do. But who's he revealing it to? Like, is Shrek there now? Nah. Because we have to know what he's doing. Like, we have to know the plot. Maybe they've, like, kidnapped Ginger. Because you can't drop the fucking gumdrop button plot in the last, like... Hang on. All right. Changing the story. (laughs) I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Instead of Felicia getting kidnapped, it's Gingy is watching the kids, and Gingy gets kidnapped. And then the kids have to try and get Gingy back so they don't get in trouble. Oh. Oh. I like that a yeah, lot. Because yeah, perfect. that ties into our gumdrop buttons plot. Because then it's like, why did they kidnap Gingy? Because they needed the, the gumdrop buttons. And they could find him without the gumdrops. And they're like, what happened? Where are the gumdrops? And he's like, they've got them and they're going to destroy everyone with them. Or something. It's Said a magic ogre killing device. But it's so. Why would they kill ogres? <laughs> why would gumdrop buttons kill ogres? <laughs> Shouldn't know. they just kill anyone? <laughs> like, <laughs> why would they kill just ogres? Who made these gumdrop buttons? Are they from space? Were they like fought? Okay, so we're gonna do like gumdrop a Marvel plotline see- where it's like they skip back to like ten thousand years in the past, and they're like. 10,000 years ago, someone crafted the gumdrop buttons in a fucking wood fire oven or some shit. Hold on, I've got an idea, I've got an idea, I've got an idea. Yeah, let's let's hear it. So, back to Shrek 1, like, opening scene. Remember when all those, like, humans are, like, trying to, like, scare him and then, like, Shrek, like, just destroys all of them? Yes. Maybe one of the guys there, he, he, like, vows, like, oh, I hate ogres. And, like, the next, like, 10 years he spent making this thing. Like he dedicated his life to building a machine that just like eliminates all the ogres. Because didn't he? Didn't he break one of their like spears or something? Yeah. Maybe yeah. You're, like really salty about oh, that. Oh, so it's like Spider-Man: Far From Home now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a disgruntled like person who's just got a grudge and is just like, I'm gonna fucking ruin this guy's life in ten ooh, years. Ooh, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, dude. Ogres are sour. I'm going to make something sweet that just kills off all ogres. Okay, but then maybe <laughs> it's not the buttons themselves. Maybe the buttons are like a battery for like a... this machine. <laughs> because Gingy is already around. Like, by the mm-hmm. time we see, like, when we um, see Shrek, like, he's like around. The final, like, the final button that he needs or something. Yeah, so let's and say, that's like. Why they kidnap him. So there's six gumdrop buttons and 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm it's the Lord of the Rings. So, <laughs> there's six gumdrop buttons. The Muffin Man made these all-powerful gumdrop <laughs> buttons man. accidentally, right? Yeah. So, he spread them out um, across... The, he gave them to three different gingerbread men and spread them out, like, across the land so that the three gingerbread men were completely separate. This is also like Justice League. The three gingerbread men were, were separated so that it was harder for someone to find all three of them. But this guy has spent the last, like, 15 years of his life hunting down all three gingerbread men, and he finally has the last one. And he's been working for Rumpelstiltskin the entire time. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm tagging DreamWorks <laughs> in this when I share this. Like, yeah. Like, Please you. listen. You need to know this. This is important. We're taking Brad's stupid six infinity gumdrop idea and we're <laughs> running with it, and it's working really well so far. So, so this guy has been hunting down the gingerbread men because he needs the batteries to power this machine that gets rid of all ogres instantly, and he's got the last one. So, he has this machine, but then, okay, here's where we're stuck. What next? <laughs> so, we're at the point where Shrek is assembling his friends, Lord Farquaad is assembling the bad guys. Mm -hmm. For a all big right, so fight. Let, let's, let's say, so this is what happens. Uh, we find out all of this plot from Jinji, who has already had the gumdrop buttons taken from him. So the kids find Jinji, and they take him back to Shrek and Fiona. And they're like, look, Jinji's gone. And he's like, it's really bad. This is what's happening. It's really bad. You guys are going to die. Um, and then he's like, all right, we have to assemble a team. And they do it, and they go and bake a giant Mongo. Um, I, I don't know. Let's stick with that just because we want Mongo back. Um, oh, maybe Mongo rocks up as, like, they're losing the battle and then the the um, the Muffin Man's like, hey, don't worry, we're here for you. And then just as on, they're losing, Mongo left, comes in. Comes Mongo. Yep. Perfect. How do we implement the three blind mice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Or Simon Cow. <laughs> oh, my God. Simon Cow has to be back somewhere. Nathan, I feel like you would have already had like an idea to get Simon Cow in there. I can't believe I didn't. I wish I did. Holy shit. Um, I guess it would just be like an Avengers thing. Like you don't see, <laughs> you don't see Shrek assembling the team, right? Yep. And then he rocks up with, like, let's just say it's him, Donkey. Puss in Boots, like the original trio. Mm -hmm. uh, they're not the original trio, but whatever. The original trio of the second one. They walk in to this, through this like big door into Lord Farquaad's castle. And he's like, oh, you think you're going to beat me and my whole army with three of you? And, and, and like, uh, he says, you and what army? And then like fucking the doors open again. And there's like everyone. Which includes Simon Cowell um, holding an AK-47. Oh, like, an AK? Up... <laughs> he's, 
he's holding he's holding like a spear or something. I don't fucking know. Let's say he's holding a microphone stand. And the only line he has is you're on fire, donkey. <laughs> yes. Can we have that mid fight? Like a throwback to that? Yes. Donkey gets like set on fire. You're on fire, donkey. <laughs> No, really, you're on fire. Uh, Hang on. George is sending a picture of the guy that made the machine. (laughs) Did you just look up the movie just to find that? Yeah, and, like, I went through so many ads trying to, like, get it. I'm going to make that the thumbnail of the uh, podcast on... Instagram, I'm going to put that as the promotional picture. Just that guy. <laughs> so I'm just watching. When Chuck's interrogating all of them, this guy's fighting back and, like, putting the flame in his face. So let me just keep watching. Yeah, so and he's, like, become a... the guy that did it. it out. Yeah, he put out and his fire, so that's what he's angry about. And he's become, like, a huge badass. Like, he's an awesome, like, flippy guy, like, puss in boots. Yeah, he's yeah. an assassin. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of rate that. Okay, um, so then we got to think final battle, right? So do we want to go with Brad's, uh, maybe not Brad's full <laughs> idea, because um, <laughs> Brad's idea um, is only then, oh, okay, big fight, it all looks grim until the Muffin Man comes back with Mongo, which we are going to do. Yep, that part's in uh, there. Yep. Only then does Shrek have time to steal the gingerbread gauntlet, snap his fingers to rid the lands of all the baddies, but Shrek dies because of high cholesterol and the last few gumdrop buttons just put him over his threshold. (laughs) I'm not including that. Our movie so far is a masterpiece. I refuse to include that absolute fucking stupid idea. So here's Um, what we have instead. (laughs) Let's go with like... I think the big fight should be similar to how the fight in Endgame was, where you cut to the different matchups, like back and forth. So you'd have like Shrek versus Lord Farquaad, and like, um, I don't know, Donkey versus someone, um, Puss in Boots and the male equivalent of Puss, the his partner, his are, like, fighting back to back. And then, like, they turn around and do, like, a little smirk or something at each other. I don't fucking Ooh. know. Um, Simon Cowell stabbing someone with a spear. Um, and then while this is all happening, Weezer are, like, playing a song in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit, sorry. That's right. <laughs> wa- okay, hang on. So they walk into battle, uh, and the way it starts is they walk in... Lord Farquaad says, you and one army, they open the door, this whole big army's there, the music swells up, and the Avengers Assemble moment is Fergus pulling out a boombox and just clicking play on it at its Limp Biscuit. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then the whole fight is soundtracked to Limp Biscuit. <laughs> that's, that's, that, that's it. That yep. is a fucking... <laughs> that is a beautiful moment, really. Like, think just... <laughs> the music swells up completely, completely... Pure silence, Limp Biscuit. I'm going to edit that into the fucking end of this so that everyone gets the idea that I'm getting. Um, it's so Just stupid. real quickly, um, I know that we already have like a thousand friggin' subplots, but are we going to have like Shrek and Fiona having like relationship issues? 
Oh. I don't think so. I think they've had those. I think that's done. That's they've done? had their relationship issues. I think that's over. I think they're I... happy together. Okay, here's the thing, right? Maybe it's like a minor thing. It's like Shrek's too old, but he's suiting up once more to go on another adventure. Fiona's like, you should be more focused on the kids. You should just be settling down. Yeah. Maybe okay. Fiona's the reason for Shrek trying to settle down. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So she's telling Shrek to stop and to just chill out and settle down oh. and um, be like just be a dad and that's it. Even though he has been for like ten years, but still, <laughs> yeah. Even though they're already teenagers now, he's and already settled. But like more like less settling down. More maybe like... there's like a shock in the finale, like Fiona's pregnant again, and then it's more triplets. Maybe Fiona's really feeling sick throughout the whole adventure. Fiona has cancer. Oh, man. No, 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 not, not like that. <laughs> it's uh, okay. When Shrek's assembling the army, he he initially can only sneak out at night. Like he goes and sneaks out at night to find Puss in Boots because Fiona doesn't want him doing that. Ooh, I like that. So it goes yeah, on like a okay. full stealth mission. No, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe when um when they find out about um. Gingy being kidnapped and that. Maybe Fiona doesn't know, only Shrek finds out. So they're still at the resort on holiday, but at night, Shrek is like going to find everyone while they're yes. on holiday. Yes. So Fiona has no clue what's happening until like, you know, when shit gets real. So like in the day, he's like getting back massages and like going for a swim and then at night he's suiting up, going to find Puss in Boots. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think, guys? I like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for that. So Shrek's got the secret plot line of hiding that, I don't know, he's doing something. Who knows? I think this is breaking the runtime this... tradition, because this has to be over two hours. Okay, this so is this, so long. This would it be is... a film you'd need a break for. <laughs> Intermission. An intermission. Yeah. Fuck, we just get Tarantino to direct it. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek 5. All right, that's... Shrek 5, directed by Tarantino. <laughs> His 10th final film, it makes sense. It adds up. It's what he's been building up to forever. Kill Bill 3, um, Shrek 5. <laughs> I'm pissed. Uh, Alright. This, this is the last time I am ever using Craig. Straight okay. up, fuck Craig. Alright, use your anger and put it into the last <laughs> scene of the final battle. I don't want to put it in the last scene of the final battle. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm over it. Okay, I kind of... I, I do want to... I, I do want to... Put the fuck battle. Um, fuck, I don't know, man. Hang on. Let me just try and fucking fix this shit. So that it's properly working. It looks like it is now, I hope. Alright. Sounds fine. If that's the Watch. case. It's going to be some shit again where, like, I fucking... Like go to edit it, and everyone's things are, like, five minutes long. Oh, I'm going to be really pissed. Because this is a fucking masterpiece. Here's honestly. my take. Here's my hot take. Go. Shrek loses against Farquaad in their little battle. Yep. He doesn't have the moves anymore. He's, he's old. He doesn't have the moves. Yep. Um, and then... That's like the blind mice come in, and the they like. Blind mice come in. Why they... do you want to bring the blind mice into things? Because we don't I... need the blind mice. We have enough fucking subplots. But that's like 
like the biggest shock because who would expect the blind mice to come back? No, I it should be the I kids. Would. The kids should they say finally do something good for once. Oh. Exactly. They fuck up at the start, and then at the end, they redeem themselves by saving Shrek. And then, like, the whole family gets stoned all together at the end. <laughs> <laughs> They're all smoking earwax. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And Shrek's like, I should have started this 20 years ago, and then, like, he farts and fishes. Okay, so yeah, the kids save Shrek. The kids save Shrek. 100%. Right? The kids save Shrek, yeah. Then, like, somehow something happens to them, right? So they get in trouble again. And Shrek sees that everyone around him is losing, and he gets up slowly, like he gets up from his knees slowly, and that's when he finally does the big roar. He gets oh. his roar back. Okay, yeah, so let's say Shrek doesn't go, like, down hard. Let's say the kids don't save him. Um, even though they, they need their redeeming moment, but let's make the redeeming moment like they are, they're there fighting, like that's their redeeming moment. Yep, and they're doing a good job. And we have, like, Maybe. a good focus on them fighting. Like, a really, like, more focus on them than, say, like, Donkey. Donkey's taken a side in this movie. Sorry, Donkey. Mm-hmm. Um, He's had his moment. There's if, not like, enough Donkey's room. like, always, like, really horny trying to get with the dragon throughout the whole movie. But, like, everything just keeps happening and Shrek keeps dragging away. But the, the, the dragon's like, going through menopause, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Like every time at night at the resort when Donkey wants to do something, Shrek's <laughs> like, You're coming with me, boys night, and he's like, No. So it's like a that's simp. like the little comedian. Donkey is a simp. <laughs> Donkey simps over dragon. <laughs> Donkey's side plot is that he's a simp and he doesn't ditch his girl for the boys. <laughs> that's his side plot. Um <clears throat> so Yeah, okay, I like that ending. I, I like that ending a lot. So you have the full fight. Uh Everyone is, like, down except Shrek. Or Shrek's, like, half down. And everyone's pretty much down. And then he roars. But does that... That's like a turning point. I mean, it's a turning point, sure. But I guess, like, he roars and then Lord Farquaad's like, oh, fuck. But not, like, oh, that's the end of the fight. Yeah. But then, like, how does Lord Farquaad fight Shrek? Like exactly, he must have something like with like a machine, all right? Or like maybe like a wand. I don't know. Here we go. This is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Lord Farquaad is a mech suit in a mech suit. What? Um, <laughs> totally fits with Shrek lore. Um, actually, better idea. Ready? Lord Farquaad is uh, in the final fight. His uh, armor is the giant Lord Farquaad head that the uh, that guy wears in the first movie <laughs> at the entrance to Duloc. So he's like, he's just like tampered with it and made it like a full-on weapon? Yeah, pretty much. So it like shoots like rockets out of like the eyes and shit. Totally. And he's like powered think, up like, by magic from Fairy Godmother. Maybe it's just that. Maybe he's just powered up. Oh my god. What? What if Lord Farquaad, like, gets the fairy godmother to make him have... This could be a good turnaround, okay? The fairy godmother, before we even see Lord Farquaad, uh, puts a spell on him that makes his body normal-sized. So he's, like, 
his body is like no, he's like normal height now, or he's like tall and also buff, but you don't see that until the final fight. Yeah. So any I other, t- so instead of the the bait and switch that I had before, you have a bait and switch where you never show his legs. You just show his top half on the chair and you always think like, oh, it's just Lord Farquaad. Like, there's nothing different. And then in the final fight, like right before they get there, he like stands up and you're like, what the fuck? And it's like full size Lord Farquaad. And that's full where size. it's like C-Shrek 5 in IMAX. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, for like, the IMAX, you, like you can't it. see the full You get to see the rest of, of his legs. <laughs> yeah, don't even bother getting this on home DVD, bro. Fuck that. Yeah, this is an IMAX only kind of experience. You know? <laughs> 4D IMAX. Oh, Shrek 4D. Oh my god. Sometimes I forget Shrek 4D is technically canon. But I mean, I not remember really. being like six years old and Donkey like sneezing in my face and like the spray. Oh my, my god. That I just shit. remembered Lord Farquaad is a ghost in that. Lord Farquaad was in it? He's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back. That's the grand reveal of that thing is that he comes back i had it on dvd he comes back as a ghost and like tries to kidnap fiona shit but then there's never really like his ghost disintegrates or some shit but like i don't know like he can still be brought back to life like there's no fucking it's shrek he's definitely dead but yeah i'm pretty sure we don't care about the lore of it um so we've got that. We've got the final fight. Shrek does his roar. And then just, like, what beats the shit out of Lord Farquaad. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Let's say he, like, does some, like, classic, like, uh, kids movie killing someone type shit. Um, he does the moves he did in Shrek 1 against the dude's knights. Yeah. He does some moves. Um, oh. Or, here we go. Another throwback, Bad Reputation plays while he's fighting. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> but it's yes. like, it's the raw. covering Bad Reputation, right? Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> so you're telling me the entire fight, like the final fight is Limp Biscuit singing Bad Reputation? Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of want to make this movie. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> So then, after that, he does the roar, he like, beats the shit out of Lord Farquaad, and then, I, like, he could, like, hold him over the edge of a fucking, like, huge fall or something that just goes into an abyss and say some, like, cheesy shit. Like, or, like, even worse, what if, like, like worse for Farquaad, how do, like, we make him go small again? Oh. Hmm. Because, like, we'll make it like he's, like, all I ever wanted was to be tall. Like, that's, like, his big, like, speech, like, before the fight starts. Like, he's talking about how big he is and shit. Okay. Yeah. Now, hear me out. This is going to be a big one. The <laughs> weapon that gets rid of the ogres actually just gets rid of their ogre strength, and it makes them really skinny, right? Shrek drops Farquaad into the weapon, and it t- turns him back to his normal size. Or even smaller. 
Yep. Oh, he's just like, oh, okay. Have you seen It Chapter 2? (laughs) Okay, but remember the end of it when he's like shriveled up and like really gross and he turns into like a weird shriveled baby? Lord Farquaad should be a little tiny shriveled baby. I'm just saying. And then like one of the most annoying, like Pinocchio goes, oh, I'll take care of you. Imagine having Pinocchio as a mum. Ah! Oh, <laughs> rip. <laughs> he probably killed himself. <laughs> okay, I so, like yeah. that. I like that. He I like that deserves. ending. Yeah, and then the rest yep. of it, whatever. Like, it, it's Shrek. He, I don't know. He's like, I'm happy with my family. And then, I don't know, they could have a party in the swamp like they did at the end of the first one. And then <gasps> Fergus when... and Farkle are like, Oh, we fought so well in the battle. We'll become knights. We'll actually do something with our lives. Yeah, yeah I like that actually. Maybe it's yeah, all could be their they turn go back point. to like the resort that they were at at the beginning, but like the whole family is there now. That's oh! a good idea. They go back to the resort. Oh, it's perfect. Okay. And then, like, what's like the what's the finale song? Are, Are we, we sticking something? with Outcast? Because I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about Outcast. Okay, what we're gonna do is we so. How did did Shrek Four end with a song cover or anything like that? I don't remember. I'm gonna look up Shrek Forever um, after the soundtrack. Shrek, Shrek Forever Four after Avengers. original soundtrack. That's the one. So did the fourth one even have songs in it? I don't. I don't remember. Oh, it, did. it ended with. For Once in My Life by Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what what screams ending? What if we Okay, but wait, so should we go? Because okay, so I'm a believer was an old song that Smash Mouth covered, right? But I'm thinking, do we go like a nineties song? Or do we go old? Do we go like seventies or sixties and get Outcast to cover it? Hmm. Hold on. What? Okay. Let's put our brains. Okay. Hang on. I've got got a good one. Oh, no. Shit. We can't do it. That's already been done. Fuck. I was going to say, here comes the sun, but that was B-movie. We can't do that. (gasps) Fuck. We can't do that. Alright, but, so, are we all thinking about the Beatles right now? Yes. (laughs) What would it be like if, like, Outcast did Twist and Shout? (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, kind of there work? for that. I'm kind of there for that. Would that work though? Like, and then like Andre three thousand just Hang lays on. a crazy verse on top of. It. <laughs> just get up there, yeah, man. yeah, they could hundred percent do that. Andre there three thousand fits that perfectly. That's that. Yeah. That's Outcast is doing. <laughs> Twisted shout. <laughs> Any other like objections? Does anyone want to like sign no, I, That is wrong? perfect. I was going Beatles and I was trying to find something. You nailed it, I think. Yeah. That is absolutely perfect. Okay. So that's <laughs> That's Shrek 5. Um Okay, let's I'll do a recap. Um I'm not going to do it super dramatic. I'll just sort of do it 
as we go along. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Gotta be prepared for this. Yeah. Take the effort. Okay. Good luck, David. So, opening. I'll, I'll do it like ASMR. Opening. DreamWorks logos. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, 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 stop. What's our title? Oh, okay. We've got to think of something. Um, and our tagline. Shrek 4 had it ain't ogre till it's ogre. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm that is think. The, I think this is the toughest thing we have to come up with. Honestly, I can't believe how quickly we came up with the ending song, and then <laughs> this is the part that we're going to struggle with. Put the brain mu- the brainstorm music on for this, Chinik. Okay. Got some brainstorm music. Alright. Alright. Um... Fuck, I'm really stuck. <laughs> Shit. This is tough. This shouldn't be that hard. Alright, so we had Shrek. Shrek 2. Shrek the 3rd. Shrek Forever After. Forever After the final chapter is important to note that it was called that. But in this the case, we're going to pretend it was not called the final chapter. Okay, apologies. Um, Shrek 5. Lol, we did one more. <laughs> no. No, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I reckon just Shrek 5, but with like a Roman numeral 5. Is that V? Like Shrek V? Yep. I'm there for that. Yeah, we can do Because it's like Shrek dramatic. V. The kids would be very confused, but then again, this ain't for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is for the champs for that were with Shrek with the, from daddy. the beginning. Uh, <laughs> It's for the man. It's for the man. <laughs> it's for mummy and daddy, sweetie. Sit down. Um, We're getting a babysitter the, for you kids. And then the tag... What's the tagline, though? Like, you're right. It has um, to be an ogre pun, right? It's ogre time. Shrek 5. Like, ogre and out. Ogre and out. Um, I think that's it. Of, I think I'm, that's the title. I think <laughs> Shrek Five Ogre and Out is going to have to be the title. <laughs> Ogre and Out, nah, yeah, that's good. I, I have to it, write yeah. this down because I'm going to name the podcast that probably. Uh, Shrek like V Ogre and Out. Shrek V Ogre, Ogre and it. Out. <laughs> that's so stupid. And then what would our poster look like? Just to add effect. Oh man, I maybe I should do that as the picture for Instagram. Make, oh, make a poster. Make a fucking poster. Um, okay. Right, you got Shrek, right, in the middle, right? And then you got all the good guy army behind him. And far, far away is like on Cow. fire or something. I reckon. Yeah, it's going to be really some, dramatic. Like, hit up some Shrek stand and get them to like draw like a fan fiction of the kids growing up as teenagers. <laughs> You can probably find that. Yeah, probably. I'm going to look up... I'm literally going to look up Shrek kids grown up. (laughs) And see... I bet someone's done some like... Oh my god, they actually have... Oh. Oh Oh my god. Oh. 
Oh. Oh no, they drew them as people. Oh no, don't do <laughs> yeah, that. No, no, turn that off. Turn that off. Okay, but you could almost just use the concept art for Teenage Shrek as the characters, couldn't you? Because that keeps yeah. coming up. You could use that. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'll work on that. That sounds like something I can work on. All right, quick recap, because this has been... Go- We've been doing this for so fucking long. Um, <laughs> but I just can't stop, okay? Okay, okay. ASMR <laughs> time, let's go. All my, all my piece of paper has here, because I wrote the rest on my phone, is Sugar Ray, Outcast, Shrek 5. So, <laughs> I mean, honestly. Okay. I can't do this whole thing. It's ASMR. I'll hate myself afterwards for it. Okay. One sip of beer to get me prepped. <laughs> okay. Opening scene. Uh, let's visually um, imagine uh, the scene from Suicide Squad when Deadshot is revealed. Yep. Everyone close your eyes. So, yeah, close your eyes and just listen. So, opening shot. We're panning through, like, a dark hallway with just a little bit of light down the end through, like... A barred window, and you can see someone in there, like uh, doing pull-ups in, in the cell. So the camera slowly moves down the hallway and gets to the door. And as it gets there, you see the the name tag that says Rumpelstiltskin. It's like, whoa, big reveal! Rumpelstiltskin's back. Um, you go in, and then uh, he, you go into the cell, and it's revealed that Rumpelstiltskin is a short. Uh, st- well, he's always short. He's short, but he's super buff now, and he has a huge beard, and he's covered in tattoos that look like contracts. So, because that's totally in character for him, right? Makes sense. Um, and then let's say, uh, all of a sudden, uh, a guard comes along and says, "Hey, uh, someone's paid your bail, so you're free to go." Um, and he just has this grin. Uh, and then that's when you get the Shrek V logo, right? So that opening scene, like that's that, let's say that's like two minutes. So I, I like that a lot. Shrek yep. V, yeah, very dramatic, away. right? Let them know very that dramatic. it's for men. Very dramatic. Exactly. This is for the daddies. I told you. Um, okay. So <laughs> Shrek V, uh, and then you cut into like, are we cutting straight into the dinner party or do we want to go, um, into like, uh, them preparing? Let's say they're preparing. So. They're preparing for the party, and this is the way of them introducing the kids now. So you have Shrek, and he goes to each of their rooms individually, and he says, like, hey, uh, everyone's getting here soon, so, like, get ready. And, like, he goes to Felicia. She's already ready. He goes to... Is, hang on. He goes to Fergus. Farkle. He goes to Farkle. And Far, uh, Farkle, like, quickly uh, shoves an earwax joint under the bed uh, to hide it. And um, <laughs> and he's like, it smells like a burning earwax in here. And he's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not, dud, idiot. Uh, and then he goes to Fergus, and Fergus is like, I don't know, fucking hanging from the roof or some shit. Um, whatever Fergus does, he's a bit of an idiot. Um, anyway, so go to, uh, like, they're preparing for this dinner party. You can have some, like, cute scenes of, like, Shrek and Fiona, like, kissing and, like, wow, we love each other. And then Donkey and Dragon show up and they're all like, you know, loud and them. Uh, the drunkies we didn't really touch on, but I don't think they're really that important. They're just there. Um, 
And then you have like, I don't know, a little montage of them like eating dinner to some nice music or something. And then What if it's like Limp Biscuit um cover of Accidentally in Love? <laughs> Let's get someone else to do it. Let's go. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say it. Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth does Accidentally in Love. Uh, I, so, I like that a lot. That's yeah, so it would go back to both of the first two movies, I think. Um, so that happens, and then there's sort of like it fades out, and then like you're in, they're sitting around the campfire, not the campfire, the fireplace, and it's uh, Shrek, Donkey, Fiona, uh, Dragon, and Puss. And they're all chatting, and they're like, Puss, when are you going to settle down? Like, you know, you can, you should find a partner. And he's like, I don't know, like, I'm a player, that's not my thing. And they're like, no, you should settle down. He's like, no, no. Uh, And they're like, oh, it's a shame, like, you could have come on this couple's retreat that we're going on, like, it would have been really fun. And Puss is like, ah, it's okay, like, I'll I'll miss out, I've got work to do anyway. So anyway, uh, end of the party, Uh, you cut straight to uh, Shrek and the gang leaving for their holiday. They're setting out the rules, you know, think like the cat in the hat when the mum's leaving for work. Um, Setting out the rules, going like, or else. else. Uh, So Shrek's laying down the rules. He's like, no leaving the swamp. Uh, And like, he jokingly says, like, Gingy's here to watch you, but just make sure you watch him. Like, haha, funny, (laughs) Um, which is actually foreshadowing. So, so that happens. They leave, they're gone, right? Uh, then you've got the night time when all of them be a little bit cheeky and Gingy falls asleep and the kids are like, great, finally he's asleep, we can fuck around. So they go and like, I don't know, go into Fergus's room to, I don't know, play Nintendo 64. And then... <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Felicia is like, I'm going to go get a glass of... Uh, of water from the kitchen. So she goes out and when she goes out, she discovers that Gingy is gone and they're like, Oh <laughs> shit. What do we do? Um, but they see someone, uh, a shadowy figure, um, walking away from the swamp and like, there's never anyone here. So that's weird. So they're like, we should probably follow this shadowy figure. So they follow him. Um, and, and we don't see the kids for a bit anyway. So, uh, Shrek and the gang uh, get back, and Donkey and Dragon. You said you, Donkey and Dragon would be like flying over and like see something suspicious. I don't know yeah. what. Uh, and Donkey so, doesn't want to go down there because he wants to like. He's like, oh, they're fine, but the dragon like flies down there because he's like, no. yeah, yeah. So then they report back to Shrek and Fiona. They're like, hey, have you seen your kids? And they're like, no, everyone, like all our kids are gone. Like, where are they? Um, and then that's when the kids get back. And they're like, hey, uh, bad news, Gingy's gone. And they're like, what the hell? How did that happen? And they're like, well, uh, not good. And that's that. Um, that's the end of the movie. Or actually, let's change that. So they don't come back, they don't come back yet. So Shrek and Fiona are freaking out. They, they don't know where the kids are. Um, yep. The kids come back with Gingy, and he's missing the buttons already. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're like, what the hell? What happened to you? Why are you missing the buttons? Um, and he explains what's happening, but he only knows that Rumpelstiltskin is involved. So he's like, uh, Rumpelstiltskin is uh, building a machine with the help of some guy that apparently you traumatized years ago. 
uh, and they're making a machine that's going to take away all of the ogre's strength and basically make us all, like, die instantly. Uh, so Shrek and Fiona are like, fuck, we better, uh, better do something. Um, so, uh, now I'm trying to think how to weave in the Puss in Boots plotline. So, so Shrek gets Puss in Boots and he says, uh, while he's building the team, he says, hey, Puss, you're the quietest, you're the sneakiest. I'm going to need you to go in and get a little bit of intel and and scope the place out, you know, like see what's going on. So Mm -hmm. he sends Puss in, Puss goes in, it's like a dark room uh, he walks in and he's like, um, oh, wow, there's no one here. Like, it's pretty badly guarded. And then, like, you just see the, um, like, you know, in Shrek 2 when the king goes and talks to Puss in Boots and you just see his eyes. Uh, it's like that. Yeah. You just see the eyes of the other cat in the shadows. Uh, and he Perfect. just, like, walks out. And he's, like, uh, same build as Puss in Boots. But he's, like, should he be? He shouldn't be Spanish as well, right? He should be, like. He's British. Okay. British. British. So he's British. And he's like, oh my, I just thought of something even better. He's like James Bond, but as a cat. Oh my. (laughs) So he's like, he's like a spy. He like, he comes out and he's all suave and, oh, even better. So he's black, right? Yeah, he's got, but he's got like white spots for a tuxedo. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Incredible. He has a white, he's got white patches on his front that make it look like he's wearing a suit. Incredible. Okay, so uh, they do some, like, back and forth, like, oh, you shouldn't be here. Um, and, like, well, neither should you or something. I don't fucking know. And then they have their fight, which ends in them rolling over, landing on each other, and Puss having a sexual awakening. Um, maybe <laughs> so would there be, like, a little, like, montage of Puss, maybe, like, a song that, like, kind of, like, takes him out of the closet? Maybe he denies it at first. What if... Okay, so what if the first time this happens? So they do the rolling over. They land on top of each other. There's a lot of sexual tension. But then Puss, like, wriggles his way out of it. And he's like, I don't think so. And then the guy is like, hey, I don't want to work for this guy. I want to work for you. Um, I-, I want in. He's like, I didn't realize this guy was evil. I don't want to do the things he's doing. So I want to be on your side. And then at the end... The the big moment could be Puss realizing that he loves this guy. That yeah. like that's what I'm going to change about that. Cool. So okay, so they have that. He brings back this other cat. So now there's two Puss in Boots, and one of them is James Bond. Um, while we're at it, Daniel Craig voices the cat. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> perfect. Can you imagine this? Is fucking incredible. Um, okay. Either oh, or Pierce Brosnan, but I'm thinking yeah. Daniel Craig. Yeah, for the new characters. But, I mean, most of them are, re- are returning, yeah, so... true that. Yeah. Oh, the kids. We have to cast the kids. Uh, we'll do the that. Love interest, if the love interest is still there. For, we'll um, cast the for, kids. For Felicia. Of course. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So, yeah, at this point, Puss brings back this other guy. Shrek builds... Uh, says that he's building the team, but he says he's having a little bit of trouble. He's like, a lot of people are a bit iffy about it. Like, everyone's a bit uh, unsure. So, like, that's the last we hear of the team, because then it gives the grand reveal of, like, wow, everyone actually did come. Uh, So, 
Shrek's like, we're having trouble. And he's like, we might have to just go with just us. Uh, at this point is then when we get the uh, Rumpelstiltskin uh, dying um, to the hands of Lord, which is a big reveal how Lord is behind all of this. And so he takes him out. Uh, and then did we say that Doris is his love interest? I thought she turned good. Is she good? I mean, she was kind of neutral. So, yeah, let's stick with that. Doris, so, is, Doris is by his That's side. That's what I'm going to say on that. Uh, <laughs> Doris is by his side. Uh, he kills, or orders Rumpelstiltskin to be killed, and then makes out with, uh, actually, I'm going to one-up it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lord Farquaad kills Rumpelstiltskin, and then hooks up with the fairy godmother. Oh, <laughs> so they're together. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> and I Prince mean, Charming can be sense. like, "What the hell, Lord Farquaad is my dad now?" Yeah, weird. <laughs> That's like a separate <laughs> plot line. <laughs> That's another joke of like Prince Charming doesn't want Lord Farquaad to be his stepdad. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> All right. So at this point, we're looking at. Uh, okay, so <laughs> we're up to Lord Farquaad has been revealed. Uh, Shrek is still working on building the team. Uh, and then maybe he like comes to a realization that he needs the kids' help. Uh, and he's like, Hey, uh, I know I've been telling you guys you're not like strong enough, but I kind of need your help. So can you like help us? And they're like, Sure, we'll help. Uh, and then this is the part where we're a bit blank, but I'm going to say we just go straight into the big battle because it's going to take up a lot of time. There's like a montage uh, of like, let's just imagine like there's a montage of like Shrek trying to teach the kids how to like fight and like how to fight. Yeah. yeah. He's teaching them how like to fight, really bad. but at the same time, he's like sad because, oh, I don't know if the team will show up. And then it's like a cut to Lord Farquaad going, I've got this awesome army. Shrek doesn't stand a chance. Oh my God. I have a good moment. Chuck it in. And he's... Uh, there goes my mic again. I'm going to fucking kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> my mic... You need to be careful with your mic, Chin. It's delicate property. I'm not doing anything to it. It's just disconnecting. You're back. Don't worry. Yeah, keep going. Hate this stupid shit. Okay. So. Uh, I'm thinking... Uh, what happens is... You have a little training montage. Fiona... I know this sounds... Very stereotypical, but maybe they could be helping each other. Uh, Fiona builds, like, armor for for the mole, and, like, Shrek is kind of helping, and they all, like, b- they build armor for the kids and everything. And, and have Fiona a knows how to fight. Montage. And Fiona knows how to fight, so she's training them as well. So, you have this full training montage of them all together, and then... You could have a moment where, like, Shrek is getting kind of frustrated. Like, it's all in a montage. There's no dialogue. But Shrek's getting, like, kind of frustrated. Uh, But then they sort of, like, start getting the hang of it. And then you could have a moment where he, like, looks at a photo of them when they were babies. Like, Shrek, Fiona, and the three babies. And then looks up at the kids now, and they're, like, fighting really well. And he's, like, it's that moment of, like, wow. Like, I, I made them... Like this, these like, are mine. Go me, they're mine. Like I like that. That cute dad moment. Hey, yeah. that's anyway. kind of like setting up like Shrek Six. 
of like the exactly. kids taking over. Exactly. And then Shrek 7. You're on my level. Thanks. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so, so we've got that. Then we go to the big fight. So we have uh, Lord Farquaad is sitting in his chair and he looks all proud of himself. And then Shrek, Donkey, and Puss break in first. Uh, and he's like, good to see you again or some shit. Like, <laughs> I, I knew you'd show up. And uh, Shrek's like, you're not going to win this. And then Lord Farquaad says something cheesy, like, you and what army? And then uh, the doors bust down, um, bust down Thoriana, and in comes uh, everyone from the franchise that you forgot even existed. So we're the talking blind mice? All the, all the kids. The <laughs> blind mice. Uh, the three pigs? Yes. Uh, all the princesses from the third one. Um Simon Cowell. Justin Timberlake. Important. Justin Timberlake is there, like on a horse or something. Like, Robin Hood and his there. merry men who have turned good because Fiona's around. Yes. Robin Hood and his merry men. Thank you. I'm glad everyone is on my level. It's important. Um, and then, yes, yeah, so you have this big reveal. Uh, and uh, I would love to have the music, but, you know, like, I'm just, I'm, okay. I'm going to find it. I'm going to get it. We're going to edit it. All right. Yeah. So it's going to be like, what I'm going to use, I'm going to use portals from Avengers Endgame, which is the song that leads into the big Avengers Assemble moment. So (laughs) the music swells right up, dips out completely. uh, And then Fergus just uh, presses play or whichever one, Farkle, I don't remember which one's which, presses play on his boom box and out comes Limp Biscuit. uh, was it what song did we say? Was it "Live in La Vida Loca"? This one was um, "Bad did Reputation." Oh, yeah, was bad, bad reputation. reputation. It was "Bad Reputation." Limp Biscuits cover of "Bad Reputation" plays, um, and then yeah, you get the big fight scene. You get some witty dialogue in the middle. Uh, you get the moment of Puss in Boots and uh, James Bond cat back to back. You know, having their romantic moments while they're also fighting they don't hook up they just give each other sex eyes you know like they're like fighting everyone and then they give each other sex eyes oh you guys know how like puss and boots tries to like act all cute with like the puppy face like the puppy eyes they They do do that that at the end to each other oh at the end yeah yeah at the end that would be hot um i mean cool um (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so you get the big fight uh, and it looks good for everyone, but then as the music starts like winding down, uh, Lord Farquaad's army kind of gets the upper hand, and they start like taking everyone out. It's kind of even though like everyone on Lord Farquaad's side is down, as well as everyone on Shrek's side, and it's pretty much Lord Farquaad is standing, and Shrek is like half on the ground, uh, which is when um, we get the big moment that Lockie has come up with, where Shrek gets up on his feet. Uh, I'm thinking like like a Western duel kind of stance. Like he gets up and like plants his feet really firmly and like arms by his side. He like stretches his neck and then just does like a huge fucking roar and just like <laughs> punches Lord Farquaad in the face. Are we going to, are we going to have that fat kid from number four? Like when Shrek's down, like, come on Shrek, like you can do it. <laughs> and like, that's what like gets him to get up and He's do it. Or is that army. Like... 
I'm just trying to feel. But he's room. like, he's not a kid anymore. He's like 18, and he's like, "Come on, Shrek, you can do it." He's he's 18, but he still looks like the same. He's just a bit come tall. On. Come on, Shrek. <laughs> come on. He's still got the yeah, ball right. and everything. Shrek, Shrek do the roll. Come on. <laughs> Shrek, do it. Wouldn't that be awesome if he's down on the ground next to Shrek, and Shrek's like trying to get up, and it's all like muffled, you know, like. In like war movies, when shit's going down, it's all muffled, and there's like ringing in his ears, and he just hears Shrek. Maybe, hey, Shrek. maybe the kid's just oh, in his oh, head, Shrek. and he's not actually there, and like that's like Shrek's inspiration. Oh, in his head. or or the kid's like on the ground, like getting beat up, like the by the evil trees or something, and he just mutters like, <laughs> "Do the roar!" Like while he's dying. <laughs> do the do roar. It, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then Shrek does his roar. Punches Lord Farquaad in the face, grabs him by the scruff of his uh, shirt, and then says something like, or oh, he throws him in the machine, or like in front of the machine, or whatever it, this machine is, um, and shrinks him down to like a shriveled fucking like fetus of Lord Farquaad. And then there could be some shit like Lord Farquaad's like, all I wanted was to be powerful, and, and Shrek can be like, well, that's not. That's not the, I don't know, that's when, not the lesson we're supposed to learn here, is it, yeah. kids? When Shrek oh, kills him, does he say, ogre and out? <laughs> like, oh, that, yes. Okay, so that, he, he holds Lord Farquaad by the scruff of his shirt, this, like, tiny little Lord Farquaad, and... Uh, Maybe Lord he Farquaad, breaks the fourth wall, like, looks at the screen and is like... Ogre and out, and throws Lord Farquaad <laughs> off a cliff... <laughs> And you just watch him fall into the abyss. Uh, yeah. No, I think, yeah, that should be it. That That's a good way to end it. And then, um, yeah, I think they could have their big moment of, like, everyone rejoices over Lord Farquaad being gone. Uh, and then... Outcast. Yeah, and then I guess you go to the resort, like, for the ending. You don't even really need to transition to that. They never do. <laughs> And you got like little pictures in, in the credits. I'm talking like Puss in Boots and James Bond going on a honeymoon. I'm talking Felicia getting with the love interest, becoming a lawyer. I'm talking Fergus like and Farkle becoming knights. Yeah, they're like little pol- Polaroids that stuck up. Yeah. Um, Joker finally does it with the dragon. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Here's something else important though. Is Outcast, uh, are they people or are they like animals or like something else. Cause you know, like sometimes they have people um, and they're like singing, but it's I not. Think, I think it would be insane if they literally just put their like real life, like not like even animated, but real life human selves, like on a stage <laughs> inside yes. the animated world. It's just live action. <laughs> it's in the live middle action of free. Shrek. It makes oh, no oh, sense. Oh, oh, it's the stage, right? Outcast is up on a stage singing. And then at the end, Simon Cowell's like, nah, that's not good enough, mate. <laughs> that's just the end. That's the end. That's the end. <laughs> after the credits, it just cuts back to Simon, and he's like, "Not for me. Not yeah. for me." Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, Outcast performs. Uh, I don't remember what you said. A twist and shout. Yeah. <laughs> um, incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've made a masterpiece. I kind of want to write wow. the whole thing because that's just like. Shrek Every v, step of the way. Shrek, Shrek v. v, ogre it out. Am I right, guys? Oh this my was possibly God. 
simultaneously the worst episode <laughs> and the best. Like, it's already going to be the worst because I'm going to have to spend, like, four fucking hours editing the thing, stitching all these files together, timing them all so they're perfect, and then I have to fucking edit the song from Endgame into Bad Reputation. <laughs> I hate I hate this. And then I have to make a poster for the fucking thing. I hate it. It's fine. It's it'll fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's the. This is probably the most fun podcast I've had <laughs> recording. This is fucking stupid. Um, um, I mean, unless you guys have anything else to add to Shrek v Ogre and Out. Oh, the casting. Oh my god, I hate that we. Before the casting, almost, I do have a scene in the credits. Almost two hours we've been recording, but yeah, <coughs> I'm interested. Okay, so the Polaroids in the credits. Shrek is putting them down on a table, right? And then. That final scene, like, this is before um, the whole, like, Simon Cow thing. He puts the final <laughs> Polaroid down and for a moment pans up to Shrek. He's like an old man and he's like, wow, I've lived a really good life. And then that's, like, it goes into the black screen credits. Damn. I like that. Oh, that's incredible. You know what I'm saying? I love that a lot. Um, back to okay. casting. I was thinking um, Timothy Chalamet as one of the kids. <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna go younger than that, but I mean, <laughs> which which kid? Um, the the stoner. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. I hate it. Okay, I was thinking. Here's what I was thinking. Uh, okay, so. For the girl, the girl is probably the hardest one for Felicia. But um, as tempting as a, as tempting as it is for me to just say like Millie Bobby Brown, I'm like I'm not gonna say that because um, she would totally fucking do it, and that's the problem. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, what's she been in this girl? Um, I don't know, actually. I thought I had a good idea. Okay. Uh, you could here. pretty much just use kids from it, right? Like, Look, right. <laughs> Jonah Hill as the idiot kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Seth Rogen as the stoner. <laughs> um, maybe, okay. James Franco as Felicia. Timothy Chalamet can be the love interest of the chick. Of yes, the... perfect. That's. I feel like that's better. Okay, I actually have a good one. Uh, Lockie won't know who this is, but George uh, Noah Juppé from Honey Boy. Oh, oh as we... Let's put him as the stoner. Yeah, um, I like that. <laughs> uh, let's think. Again, I feel like you could almost just go like Finn Wolfhard, but by the time we make this, it's too late. Like, <laughs> he's already yeah. like 18. <laughs> yep, and we're getting Seth Rogen to West Stoner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Finn Wolfhard's a problem. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, Seth Rogen is going to voice Felicia. <laughs> um, honestly, if anyone's made it this far, like, please let us know what you think, because I. I'm stuck. I don't know. That's a hard one. They would just get whatever child actor has just been in a Netflix show. Like, yeah. 
when this gets made. That's what they would do. And the only confirmed work. new cast we have is Daniel Craig. Yes, that's a given. Either that or like Idris Elba. Oh yeah, either one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could call it there. Like we've been doing this for two hours. Uh, too long. <laughs> Too long. People don't want to listen to me for two hours. Um, just in case there's any directors here, uh, patent pending, you cannot steal this. This is this is taken. We've just copyrighted it. So um, I'll be creating this. Uh, so if anyone wants to uh, play a role in creating this, I'd like if you could donate to my GoFundMe. I'll be um, creating this in the PS4 game Dreams. Oh no! Oh my god, I should. Oh, I should make it as a game. I'll do it on a stream. Oh man, that would be so beautiful, wouldn't it? That's what I said I was going to do with Scoob 2 and I never did. Um, Yeah, I'll call it there, but thanks for coming on, guys. That's all right. No problem um, at all. It was, it was really your help my was much it was, appreciated. It was an absolute blast. Um, yeah, I'm sh- you guys will come back at some point for something else, I'm sure. But um, Yeah, after my uh, second world trip in a bin, I will. Yeah, sounds good. Um, you should bring Xander on, Lockie. That's what do. <laughs> I don't know where Xander is. We haven't had it for a while. I haven't heard from him for a while. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, thanks uh, to Lockie and George for coming on. Uh, the only plug I'll do is go listen to the NBA podcast as well. That's our other podcast. Um our NBA one, and that's uh, coming out on Sundays now, I think, or something like that. Um, apart from that, though, that's pretty much it. Um, so I, thanks for... What, George? What? I just, I just want to urge like anyone that's listening, on the post that Nathan makes for this, just like tag DreamWorks. The tag oh, DreamWorks. Yes. Spam on the post. DreamWorks. I feel like this is the push, the push that they need to get the ball rolling. On, um, it honestly is. Yeah. You've got time. What are you going to do, make the movie now? I don't think so. The writers are going to sit around a table and listen to this. Yeah. Then they're going to get a Zoom call and be like, I think we need to chat. We need to do this. (laughs) Um, That's when the real business happens. And to those writers, I say, I know smoking earwax is a little less PG than you'd like, but you've got to include it. It's integral to the story. It's integral. integral. And I swear to God, if you change the gender of my British spy cat, I'm going to fucking ruin your life. Yeah, because that's I the promise. whole thing for Puss and Boots' arc. Maybe he we can get, like, um, Antonio Banderas and Daniel Craig to, like, kiss at the premiere. That would, like, spice it. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, wearing cat ears, like fucking Tumblr girls from 2013. Oh, my God. Meowing the whole time. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Uh, I'm going crazy, I think, from recording this for too long. Um Thanks for listening, guys. I don't have an outro. I'll outro it with um fucking I don't even know what. Twist and shout. Twist I'll get copyright claimed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Bye everyone. Peace. Thank you, Nathan. Bye. <laughs>